Luca here at 92.9. Nice part of the world, apparently. I've been there. 7.58. Anyone wants to fly me there, by all means, uh, you can find our contact details on our Facebook page. <laughs> Worth a try. Um, our brain starter this morning, the average person will spend 175 minutes doing this this weekend. What do you think it is? 175 minutes. 175 minutes. Okay, that's what? The average person. That's like three hours and a quarter? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Okay, um, Elaine went with sleep. I hope you're getting a bit oh. more sleep than that. Jeez, Elaine's a party animal. If that's the lack of sleep you're getting on the weekend, partay out of lanes. What do I do for Please. 175 minutes a weekend? Scott's gone with watching Netflix, which isn't right. He'd probably do it more. Netflix this morning to release all the details about their new pay. 6.99 for ads. Yeah, 6.99, and you get commercials There's if no you want. No point. It. Just watch normal TV. Uh, it will stream an average of four to five minutes of ads per hour, which users will be unable to skip. The ads will be 15 to 30 seconds in length, targeted towards specific audiences, and will play before and during shows and movies. And on top of that, some movies and TV shows won't be available on the cheaper subscription due to licensing restrictions. Okay, but here's the thing about that, quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can watch on specific channels, on Plus channels and stuff like that online, or yeah. on your com- your TV, yeah. for free, yeah. that have ads, and they have series and stuff as well. Yeah. So what is the point of having Netflix? Uh, anyway, 175 minutes. I would probably spend 175 minutes doing washing. Washing, you're going with? Washing, drying, folding, putting away. Okay, yep. No, it's, it's not, not the answer. answer. No. Ugh. Miranda, she's going with mowing. It's not mowing. <gasps> I've got to do that tomorrow morning. Oh, do you? I was going to do it today oh, after you're, work. Oh, you Halloween but, dude. Yeah. Social media from Helen. No, nah, it's like eight hours a day. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we spoke about your social media yeah. usage yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, the average person will spend 175 minutes doing this this weekend. It is sitting in a car. Ugh. Driving and stuff. I imagine this is heavily weighted towards those in the city. Yeah, I would say I so. Don't, I don't know about that in, in the country areas. Yeah. But, but then again... It does take know, longer nice, to get places, though, sometimes, yeah, if nice you're going out of town. Country drive, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah that's fair. As you said, it's three and a half hours, roughly, across the whole weekend. So if you maybe did an hour and a half drive I think one it day, actually is approximately three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because it's 108... 100, no. That's <gasps> a strong point. It's not mine either. too busy. It's not. Brick walls in stage plays and not enough time. Oh, in yeah, that. That, I just heard that. That was a good interview. Thank you very much. Um, look, after eight o'clock, we will be chatting about stage plays as well. We'll do that. So stand by. We'll announce the winner of our Friday Mitre as well and our Harvey Norman Smash for Cash. Take your guesses for that next. At Country Auto's LDB, we have the incredible value D90. This is one of the. Yo, yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. With 92.9. JB for breakfast. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. I love it. Awesome to listen to. Hashtag, Hashtag JB929. Let's go. Go, go, go. Good morning, Olivia. How are you? Happy Friday. Woo. Good morning. I was just, when you said 17 degrees, I was like, it is. It feels yeah, like it. Yeah, it does. It's very and I was warm. looking outside and I was like, it looks like a good day to stay in bed like it's cold, but yeah. it's warm. No, it's warm. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, be deceived by no. it. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm in a jacket, but I know it's it's warm. 
See, that's your Melbourne growing up in Melbourne mm. thing going on there because you you grew up. It was cloudy and dark like yes. that in Melbourne. It would be freezing. Yes. But here it's cloudy and overcast, but hot. I know. That's the difference. It's lovely. I love it. Hey, we spoke about this earlier on in the week. The most Googled <gasps> search yes. things yes. for their, their 20th birthday of uh, their Australian office. They've crunched all the numbers of the most searched things in their 20 years here. Uh, the top five most searched recipes Ooh, yes. on Google. This was really surprising. Number five was lobster tail. People searching how to cook that. I do love lobster tail. Never had lobster. Haven't oh tried it. Haven't had a lobster or crab. You can buy it from the supermarket for like 10 bucks a tail. I bought some um, a couple of years ago to have. And yeah. then we went away at the last minute after Christmas. And when no. we got back, they were ranky and gross. And uh, I had to throw them. So, I would recommend so buying close. the ones from the supermarket. Yeah, okay. Give I'll it give, a go. Give them a crack. Four is Sago Pearls. Ew, are they what go in bubble tea? Yeah, that's nah, a. I like. My mum loves them. I'm not. I don't like them. My unpopular opinion. I love or unpopular dessert that I love. I love sago pudding. It's so good. You know where you uh, cook up the sago in. I make it really nice. So I've had people that are like you, mm. and then I've made it for, them and they've gone. Actually, that's pretty good. Interesting. Um, I make it up with coconut milk and vanilla. Okay. And it turns into like a coconut custard yeah. with a sago through it. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Sounds unconvinced. <laughs> um, brisket was third. Yum. Oh, now I'm going to get really hungry. Sorry. Scallops in shell was second most search recipe. What? Yeah, I know, that is weird. so random. These yeah. things are just things you cook. <laughs> I know. Do you really? I thought it would be like stuff like, you know, during the pandemic, sourdough, yes, that kind of stuff. But no, I scallops and lobster tails. And number one most searched how to cook is how to cook tomahawk steak. That is a, a fair one because yeah. I've seen people cook them and I think, how the good, how the heck do you cook it yeah. properly yeah. when it's that big? It's just, they're like, like I burn a steak of sometimes steak. Yeah. because I don't know how to cook it yeah. enough. To be how I want. Yeah, you know? yeah. They Goodness. look epic. Those tomahawk steaks. So you Don't get the they? meat sweats from those. And then when you yeah. see them like sliced up so beautifully yeah. with like all the sides. Yeah. Mm. Monty next door would love the tomahawk steak. Oh, I He gets reckon. all over his grilled meats and Barbie. briskets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Wonder if he's done tomahawk. I'll have a chat we'll with him about out. that later on. You, you know, wa- we won't get out of here on time. No. What I really want to try. Have you heard of mochi, mochi bowls? No. It's. I've seen them forever, but like. Yeah, we'll have to Google them after. And, like, I'm going to find out if there's anywhere in Tamworth and properly try them. Okay. Mochi no, no. bowls. Mochi bowls. It's like like a ice cream oh. in, like, a soft consistency around them, apparently. Oh. It's a weird texture, I hear. But it's ice. It's a dessert. I think it's a Japanese dessert. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mochi bowls. I love that black cinnamon uh, sesame seed ice cream. Yeah, that's good. That looks, I like oh. a sesame, like a fried, you know, it's fried with custard yes. or chocolate inside Yeah, it. yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making me hungry now. Yeah. 12 past seven. Letters from Tamworth. We'll find out what's going on in Tamworth. Staffordshire. I think it's a bit food related as well. We'll get to that after this from Harry Styles. <laughs> Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Tamworth. Time to find out what's going on in our sister city of Tamworth, Staffordshire. And this one, because we usually get these submitted in from lovely Harriet, the editor 
of the Tamworth Herald, but this one's coming from a listener. Let's <gasps> found this one. Thank that is you for, so good. Yeah, Jeremy Sullivan. Now, I'm not sure where he's from. I'm going to assume he's a local Tamworth, like mm-hmm. New South Wales lad, but he must have been, you know, searching around the news. And he came across this story and sent it through to us and said, please include this in your Sister City segment. I love that. So, Thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you so much. A English family's been stunned to discover an unexpected hitchhiker in a bag of bananas imported from half a world away. Ian Holloway from Tamworth, Staffordshire, said he and his wife were baffled when they found a frog in their bag of bananas. What? He said, he told the BBC, we all stood in the kitchen looking at each other, wondering what to do next. No, I mean, the Hisbalanian common tree frog had made a nearly 7,000 kilometre journey from the Dominican Republic, where the bananas were from, all the way over to England. Now, this is a crazy thing. You're thinking, dead frog? No, I think it'd be alive. It's alive! Yeah, yeah. They bought in the RSPCA and the frog was bright and alert. The common tree frog are abundant in the Dominican Republic and Haiti and found in forests and open areas. They are seemingly abundant enough that this is the second time a live frog has travelled from the island nation to the UK in a bag of bananas in a matter of months. Um, I don't know why over in the UK they sell bags of bananas. Don't you Everything just... is packaged. Is really? it really? Yeah, it's uh. it's not great for the environment over no. there. I think we have... It's actually more expensive to buy individual fruit and vegetables than it is to buy packaged. I think we've got too much packaged fruit and veg out on the shelves nowadays. Yeah. I don't remember when you bag used to up like, any of my stuff now. No, I don't know. Remember when you used to be able to go to the supermarket and everything was just in big tubs? Yeah. And bins now? Now it's all, all individualised yeah, or like pre-cut up yeah, um, just, onion and stuff like... I don't want to sound like a boomer, but I'll sound like a boomer, honestly. No, it's I a think little, it's a millennial thing yeah, now. Yeah, it's a bit over the top yeah, with it all. it's not and necessary. I get it, like, yeah, they say it's in recycled cardboard now and the plastic's been recycled but it's from unnecessary old phones. Use. But you don't need... Just nah. piss it off and have big bins of fruit again. I agree. Anyway, got that out of my so that's, that's turned into frustrating little things. So, look at it. It's a little frog oh sitting God, in the huge, bottom of the bag. Too. Well, yeah, huge frog so sitting in the So, that frog... Got through border security. Uh, that's the alarm. Is that a thing. risk? Oh, I dare say it. Surely your, frogs have diseases on them. That's your journalism hat coming on right there. You'd think that they wouldn't. I mean, imagine that here in Australia, the biosecurity with it. Oh, my goodness. Don't let Barnaby Joyce know. No, Barnaby, this is just to clarify, this is in the UK. Yeah, Stand not down here. if you're listening, Barnaby. <laughs> Stand down. I had a frog in my house the other day. Oh, I did as well. Yeah, I yeah. told Eva, my housemate, you should kiss it. See if a prince <laughs> comes out. She didn't even want to grab it. She didn't kiss it? No. Didn't no, kiss tried it to and then the too. pizza delivery man rocks up. Sometimes we do get so, pizza delivered. Well, that's what I mean. Mm. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, once upon a time. Um, so there you go. The, the previous frog, if you're wondering about that, you're probably not, but I'll tell you anyway, was found in South London in June 2020 and that travelled from Colombia to Wales in a bag of bananas. Geez, South London, that's where I used to live. I don't. They don't say much. I think the RSPCA must have taken it away, I dare say, but I didn't say anything about biosecurity hazards or anything like that. No. Maybe they're a little less lax on that It was that also kind. packaged. Well, yeah. 
Maybe that you know they're probably like, eh, we've got foot and mouth anyway. It don't yeah. matter. Just know a bit I mean? of water, I'd be fine. Yeah, a bit of frog. Just mm-hmm. keep it as a pet. No, and you're what right I mean? next to France. Frog legs. <laughs> that's true. <Good laughs> that's bad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's letters from Tamworth. If a work transfer, sea change, or relay. The Kid Leroy. A thousand miles here at 92.9. Happy Friday. JB here. Thanks to Nathan and all the team at Country Autos, GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. You want to be happier? Of course you do. And apparently spending time in blue spaces make children happier. Now, before you get out there and you get the paint tins out this weekend of all shades of blue and start painting all the walls and the ceiling and... You get blue bed sheets and all that. That's what I initially thought, but not quite. Um, They're talking about blue as in coasts, rivers, lakes, and the beach. Apparently, the benefits of children hanging around the beach and around rivers has significant benefits for their mental health and well-being as they move towards adulthood. More than 15,000 participants across 18 countries were surveyed for the study, which was published in the Journal of Environmental Psychology by the University of Exeter. Respondents were asked to recall their experiences with blue spaces between the ages of 0 and 16 years, including how often they visited such spaces, how local they were and how comfortable their parents or guardians were about allowing them to swim and play in these settings. So instead of the headline being children who spend more time in blue spaces, likely to have better mental health, it should just be those that hung around waterways and beaches as a kid uh, have better mental health. Because I was wondering that because we've got blue carpet. I mean, it's got weird eye-catching shapes and mind-blowing colors all over it but we've got predominantly blue colors all around our studios here and our workspaces and yet we've still got some unhappy workers it's funny that hey there this is 90s here at 92.9726 happy friday with jb for breakfast lots going on right around the region this weekend Plenty on Fiesta La Peel, of course, on tomorrow at Bicentennial Park. Lots going on there from around about 3 o'clock tomorrow. Kicks off till about 8 p.m. Uh, lots of dance, lots of music, lots of cuisine from right around the globe. Over 80 nationalities calling the Tamworth region home, so there is something for everyone there. So get along and enjoy that one. Uh, any idea what food you might be consuming at Fiesta La Peel, Olivia? Maybe some uh, Indian, Chinese, Okay, Indian... so I'm actually not going. Oh. I would normally, and I went ah. to the last one, but I have a Halloween party. Oh, okay. And the sheep shearing's on. But oh, yes. I would recommend, if you are going to Fiesta La Peel, yeah. the Iranian food. Yes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal? Yeah. Anyway, you get the point. Um, yeah. The Egyptian food. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I obviously love dumplings. And yeah. do you know the dumpling uh, man... I. His name has forgotten me. Mm. He's been there since the very start doing it. Seven years. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yes. And his dumplings are trader. homemade. Yep. Phenomenal. Lovely. Yeah, there's a lot of delicious. There's Polish food, I believe, yes. as well. Um, and they've got Mexican food here for the first time. So Love I that. understand tequila. 
Oh. We'll be there. Wow. Okay. And some Mexican food. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. For, so there you go. Well, that Come well, hungry. I'm pretty sure the press release in the last couple of years from Council for Fiesta Appeal has said 80 nationalities, but if Mexican's being added for the first time, that should be 81. So we'll Correct. just bring it up one there. It's going up. So love that. Well, that's on tomorrow, Bicentennial Park from 3 o'clock. The Blackville Art and Market Day is on on Sunday at Blackville between 10 and 4. Lots going on there. Raising money for the Blackville Public School and the Tamworth Family Support Services. Uh, and, by the way, a cancellation. The Dungowan Village Fair is being cancelled for uh, Saturday that was going to be on. So that was Bummer. due to be on tomorrow. That's been cancelled because of all the rain they had last weekend. Lots going on this weekend. FM929.com.au. Check out the events page. Lots going on there. And soon, a couple of the stars of Aladdin Jr. That is on at Cal Rossi's William Cowper Campus. From Thursday, the 20th of October, they're going to join me for a chat after 7.30's local news with Olivia next. Here's this week's specials from Celebrations, Cullen Dry. JB to share a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. McCaffey Coffee Break. This is really exciting. Joining me in the studio now from Carrossi Anglican School. They're doing a production of Aladdin Junior. And I'm joined with Paul, Phoenix, Jack, and Alistair. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. How are you? Good. That's the way. Fantastic. You guys, we've got Paul, who's playing Aladdin himself. We've got Phoenix, who's Jasmine. We've got Jack, who's Genie. And we've got Alistair, who's playing Jafar. Um... Guys, Aladdin Jr., how, how long's the rehearsals been going for this? I'll ask Aladdin. I never thought I'd say that. Aladdin, um, how long have you been doing the rehearsals for? I think we've been going for about six months. But at the start, we've for the for most of it, it's only been one rehearsal a week. But yeah. now we've really dialed up. You know, In the holidays, we've had some rehearsals. Yeah, so yeah. we're getting there. Is this uh, your first time um, in, in, a, in a stage show like this? Oh, I've been in a couple of the Tamworth Musical Society yeah. before. So I've had a little bit of experience. You're happy to have played the part of Aladdin. If you could have played another an, an, another role, who would have you picked? Oh, maybe Jafar. Yeah, it's a very very cool role. Yeah, I was about to say that's the when, whenever I think Aladdin, I don't know whether I just resonate more towards the villainous evil people. But uh, Jafar certainly made the movie. I'm pretty sure. Well, ask Jafar. You got you got the role of the movie. No offense to all the other ones. No offense to the genie, who I know. You know, a lot of people when they think of Aladdin, they think of genie. But Jafar did it for me. You you must be pretty happy you got him. Oh, you bet. Yeah. Yeah, you get to play out all your crazy evilness that you don't usually get to do at school. Uh, on on stage, I imagine that must be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody says Jafar's evil. But personally, I'd say it's just a little bit misunderstood. <laughs> as as all those who play villains say, I'm sure uh, uh, Thingo, who played Darth Vader, I think, s- said similar things about him. He's just misunderstood. He's just, you know, he's, exactly, yeah, he's just a parent trying to work out how to parent properly. You know, it's something for him and Luke to sort out amongst themselves. Um, h- how's it been? Been fun? Yeah, it's been great fun. Yeah, lots of great people doing it. Get to spend time with them. Um, the teachers, Mrs. Turner, Mr. Fletcher, uh, Miss Clark, really um, very good, um, really very dedicated, always doing a great job. Yeah, so yeah. thanks to them. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, we'll ask Jeannie. Jeannie, Jack, how are you? Yeah, good. You must be pretty happy you got Jeannie. It's definitely the best role of the show. <laughs> no offence to everyone else. Ooh. Everyone knows it. There's no competing. <laughs> must be you, you must watch the, uh, the, the, the Disney Aladdin version with 
Robin Williams, of course, playing Genie and go, you know, I, I, you know, he, he's it. Um, how, how do you go comparing yourself to Robin Williams? I would love to compare myself, but the problem is if you yeah. follow someone's footsteps, you're never going to make it out on your own. Look, and you, uh, for the genie, I imagine you, you've got a little bit of room to move to make it your own? Yeah, I've been told to camp it up a bit. Okay, yeah. Yep. <laughs> really, really stretch out everything that goes on and make it very bedazzled. It's quite fun. How big's the genie bottle that they keep you in backstage? Oh, uh, it's literally the size of my hand. It's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Don't know how they think I'm getting in there. How do so? How do you actually do the genie on stage? Is it mainly voice off stage, uh, or or are you actually on stage where you can't you you got to come along and see it? Do you? A magician never shares the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to come watch it. Try and work it out for yourself. <laughs> smart, smart man. And finally, Jasmine, how are you? I'm good. That's the way. Of course, you are uh, Aladdin's love interest in this uh, in this whole thing. How's the role of Jasmine been for you? Um, it's been actually really, really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm not the most social kind of person, so this has been a really great way to get out of my shell. Yeah. And it's just been so much fun. No, the that's, thing. that's fantastic. You guys are obviously the four superstars of Aladdin, but I imagine there's other students that are involved in this. How many? How many are all in the cast, roughly? I think there's about forty. About 40, yeah, yeah fantastic, probably, great. Probably, yeah. No, that's that's exceptional, and I imagine the whole school's uh, pitched in to, to do this, so we're talking, like, the sets as well. Do they do you guys make them up? Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of volunteers helping yep. for sets and makeup and costumes. Um, Mr. Fletcher himself is the main art teacher at school, and he's been building lots of sets. It's lots of his creative inspiration, and then we've been, like, painting the little touch-ups on the side yeah. so that we don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. Fantastic. And, and and you guys are all interested in, in doing this as a career when you finish school? You want to continue, you know, maybe we'll see you in a Netflix series in the future or, you know, uh, opposite Chris Hemsworth in Avengers 47 or something like that? No? Or? I mean, maybe. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with a good Netflix series. <laughs> no, that's it, exactly. No, well, that, that's fantastic. You guys have three shows on? Four. 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 Four shows on. It opens Thursday, October 20, 7.30pm. You've got a matinee on Friday, the Friday night show, and then closing night, Saturday, October 22nd. Now, is there any difference between Aladdin and Aladdin Jr., or is it Jr. because there's Jr.'s playing the roles? Uh, no, there is a difference. Oh, there is. What is it? Um, Should have opened with that question. Well, there is a difference because there's different songs and it's a bit shorter as well. Oh, okay. A bit more kid-friendly. Yeah, all right. Made for the kids with a few adult jokes that'll pass over their heads. Yes, yes. No, no, fair enough. Love that. Guys, thank you so much for coming in and having a chat with me. You can get all the tickets from the Cal Rossi website. Get all the details on there, calrossi.nsw.edu.au or, of course, on our events page as well, fm929.com.au. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. Doing far better than me. I played a brick wall in a Shakespeare play that I can't remember the name of it. No offense to those that love Shakespeare, but for me, they all just blended into one. And I, I picked the wall thinking, ha, eh, it's a brick wall. I'm gonna, I don't even have to say anything for this. I just breeze through this. And then, lo and behold, I get the script and the opening page is about three pages of monologue from this talking brick wall that I had to memorize. It was like the longest, continuous piece of dialogue in the whole play. And I went, can I just become like the tree or something now, honestly? That is Jet 
She's a genius. A 20 past eight here at 92.9. We're here this morning. Thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel. Home of the all-new Canon XU. Check that one out today with the five-star ANCAP safety rating. Lane Assist as well in that one. And, of course, the Google CarPlay and Android Auto and voice activation. Check it out today. Corner of Hercules and Bridge Street, West Hamworth. If you can't make it out there today, all good. They are open from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. on Saturday mornings as well. We had the kids in before. God, they were good. From Kaurossi Anglican School, they're doing the Aladdin Junior production on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Get all the details on our events page. Fantastic. It got us all thinking, reminiscing about the childhood plays we were in. Uh, I was in... Um, and luckily, the uh, the teacher from Crow Rossi heard my story about the tree before... Uh, the wall that I played before. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't remember the Shakespeare play. It was Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, amazing. So, and I played the brick wall because I went, a oh, wall... Fantastic. I just stand there. Great. That's me written all over it. And then it tells a lot about your life as a child. The the wall talks. Oh, what? It was a talking wall. And it had like a whole, like two pages or three pages of dialogue all in a row that I had to memorize. You like a narrator? I think it was a little bit narrate y. Mm, This might surprise people. I'm not a, like, I take. Take or leave Shakespeare. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I like. Yeah, I studied it. I liked it. I like some of the modern day. You know, the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo it was and Juliet, the Othello. Strongly remake. sold to no. us at school, though. No, I mean, it was more like Catcher in the Rye. Oh and yeah. And them kind of books yeah. when we were younger. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the 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 Mockingbird one. Yeah, I love that. Book. Yes, that is an incredible book. Yes, read that. Um, you know, even movies. I think like Mississippi Burning was played. You know that one, don't you? Mustn't be part of the curriculum in South Australia, Mississippi Burning. I'm not familiar with that. No. That is a classic movie. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. Not, oh, that's my weekend. Um, you were in a much more modern play than <laughs> yes, oneself. Yes, I was. In The Midsummer Night's Dream, like moi, playing the talking wall. You are in Footloose. I was, yes, yes. That's I was in Footloose. That's funky. Yeah, it was great. Um, I was the aunt of Ren. Who okay. he goes to stay with. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I had more lines than I anticipated. and Did I always surprise you with that? Yeah. And also, like, I thought for sure I was, like, a shoe-in for the main yeah. girl, but I can't sing. Oh, okay. Um, so, obviously, was disappointed when I didn't get it. Yeah. Because I'm obviously very dramatic. <laughs> um, but they made me the aunt. And, like, myself and the other guy, I can't remember who it was now, yeah. um, who was playing, like, the uncle, we had matching tracksuits was our oh. costume for the entire time. Oh. And it was like, you know that sh- that material, like the... Sh- oh, yeah, yeah, the, that, old, that material. The yeah, parachute. The parachute, parachute material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine was bright blue and his was bright purple, matching zip-up jacket and parachute pants. Yeah. I don't know why they chose that, but I 80s. did steal mine. Oh, you nicked it. I kept you it. You still got it. Mm-hmm, no, but I did have it for a long time <laughs> in the bottom of my drawers. It was, I'm sure all the COVID workouts you did in Melbourne, you wore that, didn't you? Walking around Melbourne no, during huh, lockdown. Huh, no, I'm hey. a bit old. Like, I think I lost it when I was in my teens. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But it what was year was this production? Year nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah so, yeah. Uh, maybe like 2003, this 2002. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 and Footloose was it? That's your one and only appearance of um, Olivia Babb on stage. I'm one one show only. Yeah, like one show wonder. It was a lot of work as well. And it was at our other campus. My, my school had two campuses. And yeah. my parents did not like having to drive me up for after school every day for it. For a, <laughs> like, you know, practice. Yeah. But it was a lot of work. I was exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a lot of work that goes into those yeah. productions. It's not so bad remembering that I didn't have that many lines. Yeah. Like, I think I probably was involved in, like, a lot of scenes, though. But, oh, gosh, I tell you. This brick wall I'll never forget that it. I played, like, he had no lines either, but there was just, like, a constant stream of dialogue at the very yeah. beginning of the play, and the pressure's on. I think it was the first one to talk. Oh, so that's a lot of pressure. So the curtain's open, I'm it. Yeah. And you've got to talk for, like, three and a half, four minutes. That's a long and, time. See, and, and it's Shakespeare, so you can't mess that up. You can't ad-lib around that. Well, you know? there's no improv, is there? No, nah, no improv at, no. at all with that at all. And you're so, a wall. Like, yeah. everyone knows that you're standing there. You've got to do something. They're watching you. Yeah. And then the rest of the play, I, I don't think I had any lines or like or one or two. I just mm. go, yeah, he, yeah, he here, <laughs> yeah, off with the head, come hither, yeah, <laughs> that, that sort of stuff. Anyway, that was my my one, and then, this might surprise people. That was my one and only play that I was ever in as well. Is it so, a sign that we only did one play? <laughs> I, I don't know. This is probably no surprise and probably led to the career that I'm in now. I did more the hosting stuff. So if they yeah, needed a like kid to host this, uh, yeah, that was me. I you always know. wanted to be in great. Yeah, okay. I love Grease yeah. is my number one want- favourite movie, that and Hocus Pocus. Okay, yeah, yeah. You wanted to play Sandy or one I'm of the not other really girls? I bothered. I could yeah. just play one of the pink ladies. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. We'll have to work on that. I can't if- sing, so I could never be Sandy. Tamworth Musical Society or something like that. Next she does Grease, then oh, maybe, you're it. Put your hand work. up. Look, I th- look, it's going to be worth it, though. You'll finally be able to do one of the, the be Ticket pink ladies. box off. Yeah, that's it, exactly. See, think about that. Don't have your parents here now to drive you to practice or anything like that, so no. you can remove that out of the equation. I have to drive and myself. You're a star. 826, what plays were you in as a kid, and what did you play? 676-2299, trees, brick walls, main characters, whatever it might have been. 676-2299, love to hear from you. Is that a right time? Why should you visit Hamworth Tire Right? For tyres, leading brands with $100... That is three doors down here without you at 92.9 JB here. Thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel. Morning. Yay. Morning, JB. How are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Nearly had a trip to the emergency department this morning. Ali's okay, though. Yeah, Ali's fine. She's all right. Yeah, She's okay. just being dramatic. Didn't faint from she the blood. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't. I, <laughs> Jade. Um, <laughs> she, so she cut her toe open. Yeah. Yeah. Little toe, big toe. Uh, big toe. Okay, big toe. Yeah. Which for a uh, five-year-old. She's five next five. week. Yeah, May five. Yeah, may as well say she's five. Yeah. For a five-year-old, that is like the equivalent of our little toe. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She's but she's okay. <laughs> she's fine. She's, she let, let me guess when she cut it, she was okay, and then once she just saw the blood oozing out, then it was game on. Then she's oh like, yeah. Oh, very dramatic. Even after I had the band-aid on it, Mummy, it's stinging. When's it going to sting? And I was like, oh, it'll stop stinging by the time we get to town. We're, That's a long time. I'm like, it's going to stop before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, you should allow me. Again, I've said this on the show before. I don't have kids. Yeah. And I don't like telling people that have kids 
parents. Are you going to be advice, one of those people right now? But I will. Yeah. Okay. I usually don't. To be fair, <laughs> I usually don't because I, I I don't know what it's like. Don't know what it's like living with a kid twenty four seven. Rabbits seven don't days count. A week. No. Oh. Um. You should have maybe said it will stop singing by the time we get to the car. Oh, then true. Then to Tamworth. Because that's like, I, I'd be... I, I, I was being I've realistic got, here. I've I wasn't got, sure how long I got anxious from that. <laughs> I was like, jeez. An hour drive with it stinging. That is hell. <laughs> but if you said to me, oh, JB will stop singing by the time you, you we get to the car in three minutes, I'll be like, oh, that's cool then. Yeah, true. It's fine. True. At least I didn't tell I was going to chop it off. No, you point my That's, parents. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, bloody I'll cut it off then. Yeah, it's bleed. Oh, that, that's our thing. If it's not bleeding, or if it's bleeding, we'll cut it off. <laughs> if it's not, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You Anyways. Go. No more parental advice from me, okay? No. Yeah, because I hate that. Does that, get, does that annoy you? Or you don't uh, really care? I don't. People that don't have kids, that go, well, you really... You, I don't do really you, listen to them. No, well, good. I'm just like, whatever. You don't know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about, so... Give me a number yep. between 1 and 11 for our Case Friday Meat Tray this week. Well done. Someone's going to win 50 bucks at, at uh, Case Meats in Brewery Lane. Nine. Uh, nine. Number nine. Number nine. Well, <laughs> well done. Can you read your writing? No. Only Emily can do that. Well done, Kevin. Woo! Now, Kevin. Kevin he had the, our... Uh, the, he was the one with the, was he yes. the, one with the story? He was the one with the hey. small world story from over in Ireland, which we love. Yes. So well done. That's all we heard about that day. Congrats. Kevin's story. Kev, and then <laughs> every, then everyone else's small world story trying to outdo Kev's yeah. story. And I was like, yep. nah. Well, there you go. He's Kev won a pizza too. So well done. Oh, no, he's won the... K's me tray. So many things to 50... win here. I can't keep up. <laughs> Look, I'm sure we can throw a pizza in from JJ's as well yeah, for his amazing not? story. So there you go, Kev. Well done. 50 bucks at, at uh, so a... Case meets. I was going to say Bay Park Photo. <laughs> Too many bloody comps going on here. I know, right? You win something, Kev. I don't know. You win it all. You You'll win get the something. station. <laughs> well done. Uh, 50 bucks at K's Meats in Brewery Lane. Yes. You have won, Kev. Well done. <laughs> And if you missed that amazing story as well, check it out on our Facebook page. We've got the audio up on there. It is incredible. Yes. Play it around the office today. You'll be in shock and awe, and if not, you have no soul. G'day.